The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. everybody uh this is robin nelson with another edition of horror pop after midnight and um, my co-host nicole couldn't make it today but we'd like to give her a shout out because this come up wednesday we're gonna have andre galler from the monster squad on so that'd be a great one she's so excited about that and today my guest is ricky he's a producer and an independent filmmaker and shelby shinko who's an actress and a tv professional how's it going guys Pretty good. So, uh, Shelby, um, what? So, are you a big horror fan? I am. Um, mostly monsters and cryptids and stuff like that. What? Hey, cryptology is pretty cool. Yeah, right on. Yes. I love some cryptozoology very much. So, really. Uh, so, have you ever checked up on the the dogman that's supposed to be around here in Ohio and Kentucky? <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I heard the Dogman's more deadlier than the, than Bigfoot, so. I know, that's why you prefer to run into Bigfoot, because you have a better chance of getting away. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear those noises, or they'll start throwing, like, rocks at you. Um, I have a friend who's a uh, uh, Bigfoot cryptologist by the name of Daniel Benoit, and he's from out east from Virginia, and he's picked up some interesting stuff. <laughs> I know, right? Hold on, Robin. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off here because I've never heard of the Dog Man. See, with all the work that I do with Cincy Shirt, they're obsessed with the Frog Man from Loveland. Not so much. I don't know what the Dog Man is. Well, the Dog Man is like this uh, half wolf-like, dog-like creature. Uh, he walks on its uh, hind legs. And um, I had a uh, interview with a guy who is real known on the Dog Man. And he saw a couple sightings over in Germantown, Ohio, creeping around. Yeah. You guys know the Loveland Frogman, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here in this area, we have a Dogman and a Frogman? Yes, we do. Mind blown. You better be mind blown. Look it up. Yeah, they had some sightings over in Germantown. Um, I went out with him to see if we can find anything, and... um, the only thing we found was like some weird like tracks. That's about it. Um, I didn't hear nothing, didn't see anything, just found some tracks. True story. Well, I've got some homework to do. That's cool because I'm looking for something new to obsess over, especially this time of year, you know. So that'll that'll be a great rabbit hole for me to plunge down this week. Thank you. Thank you guys for that. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about your guys' show, Electric Tapes. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little scoop. So, um, you know, I met Shelby because we both worked at WKRC uh, Local 12. And, uh, you know, we're all kind of like-minded people there. We work in television because we love television. And so when we came up with the concept to do the electric tape show, it was meant to be a throwback to horror hosting and things like that. Um, but, you know, we kind of took a little different route. You know, we started doing the show, um, you know, on the Amazon Prime. But then 
once we got a chance to kind of get it out there, we, we got hooked up with Night Flight. And Night Flight, for those of you who don't know, was a cable TV show back in the 80s, very groundbreaking, uh, very uh, uh, synonymous with you know cult films and really cool independent new wave music and, and, and things that were counterculture and underground at the time. So we just felt like we would be a really good fit for, for Night Flight. Um, you know, the show might have even been a little too avant-garde. It might have been a little bit too high concept for even like Amazon Prime or YouTube. So when we got a chance to hook up with Night Flight and sort of pitch that show to them, they were all about it. And um, so we've just kind of we're just off to the races from there. You know, uh, the relationship with Night Flight has been really good. Um, a couple of years ago, we got to um, get flown out. Uh, Shelby and I got flown out for their big premiere party for their uh, IFC uh, independent film channel launch. So uh, the show that I was telling you about off the air, uh, Space Foxes, which I have Shelby's pop vinyl right here. I was showing you one of these days. I'll give it to you, Shelby. I promise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Shelby dressed up as that again. (laughs) I want to be dressed up as it again. I like that Space Foxes. Be careful what you wish for. (laughs) But it was really cool because we made this, this, this funny little Space Foxes thing and electric tapes and, you know, we got to go out to New York City and see it on the big screen, and a couple clips from the show got to air on cable on IFC uh, last year, or 2019, 2018. And so it was just, just been a trippy experience. So we took a little bit of a break after that, after the IFC thing. And so, you know, Halloween coming up, hadn't really created any new content for Night Flight in a while. And I just thought, man, you know, I, I would just love to do a, just a traditional, classic horror hosting show. Now, I hate to make the comparisons to all the other greats that have come before us because I don't, I want us to be original and do our own thing. Obviously there's your Sven Ghoulies and here in Cincinnati, you've got your cool ghoul. Indianapolis had Sammy Terry. There's ob- the obvious vampire Elvira. You know, we wanted to do our own thing and make it fun and original and fresh. And, and so I thought, well, nobody wants to see me. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we had Shelby do some makeup tests for a thing called dark retribution where she got to play a vampire so we thought, man, that that was such a fun time to do the vampires and the contacts and the, the crazy outfits. So I said, let's do it again. Let's pitch that to Night Flight. They've got a great catalog of movies on their site. Um, searching through the movies, we saw Prom Night 1 and 2. So I wrote the whole episode around, uh, you know, uh, that and uh, shot it in my garage. Had a, we, we have the best group of people. I mean, makeup, lighting, camera. I'm so lucky to have good friends that are willing to do this and to jump in for, for very little pay. Um, uh, but it is, it is a labor of love. And so to answer your question, um, the, the character that we created for Shelby was called Veda Max, which is a kind of a, a play on the old Beta Max VHS format. And Veda is just, just kind of a cool exotic sounding name. And so uh, we, we did that. We wrote it. it. It's funny. I don't want to give too many spoilers away. But I will say that we uh, we wind up conducting a, a seance on, on live TV. Since we didn't have any money to have any real celebrity guests, we figured we'd bring our, our guests in from Beyond the Grave. So that's the uh, that's the angle, as they say, uh, for the show. That's pretty awesome. I know a lot of people in the paranormal field, too. You, you should have this, like, guest sometimes, too. Well, it would be cool, uh, except we made an entire farce out of the idea of staying. <laughs> we not however, listen... When people conduct seances with um, uh, packs of Arby's stuff, then you know you you, you make complete mockery out of the whole thing. But we, we had a lot of fun, and it's and it's good for some laughs. You know, when I when I tell people about it, um, in fact, one of the greatest compliments is because 
I live a very strange life, and I know some of the strangest people. Shelby, don't uh, take offense to that. Um, oh, I, it's a badge of honor. I, exactly. Um, I'm, I've become good friends with uh, uh, film actress uh, Amy Yazbek, who was in um, Dracula Dead and Loving It. She was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. She was in The Mask with Jim Carrey. She was on the TV show Wings. Uh, she's originally from Cincinnati, and we've done some work together. And just, you know, because I have a lot of respect for her, I sent her the script. And she wrote me some really nice complimentary things and, and uh, said she'd plug it on her Twitter feed, which is cool. But uh, so, you know, the fact that we're getting some validation that it that it's fresh, it's original, it's funny, that's all I want. You know, I just want to do something that uh, no one else is doing and that people can watch it and go, man, you know, two things. One, this reminds me of like the old days of TV when you would turn on, you know, your local channels at midnight and see this kind of stuff. But also it's, it's, it's got a thrown fresh kind of original spin on it, so... That's the angle. How was? How did you like playing the character, Shelby? I'm, I don't mean to take over the host. I know. I was good. I was waiting for Shelby. She's sitting here like me and me and Shelby are just sitting here going, uh, "Are we gonna have? Are we gonna say anything?" <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I'm on camera, but he's the he's the better salesman than I am. He's the one that can just talk and actually sound good about it, and I just look like I'm begging for a ransom when I try to do interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, you know who you remind me of. You remind yeah. me of Margot Robbie, and you got that Harley Quinn look about you. I, that is a huge compliment, because she is very attractive. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just the version Margot Robbie. I'm the discount in Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, how's it feel to be a horror host? You enjoying it so far? Hey, that's pretty good. Um, when I was growing up, I, I grew up out in California, so we didn't have, you know, like the whore host. The only thing we had was Elvira. So, uh, um, huh. Did we just, we just lost her, didn't we? I don't, I don't know if we lost her. In the okay. <laughs> now, I, I, I know I, I stopped for a minute. It's like, hey, I couldn't see anybody on camera and it popped up. So, uh. What I was saying is, I grew up out in California, so the horror host we had was um, Elvira. So uh, every time she did her show, like live on Sundays, we used to like sneak behind KTLA five to see if we can get like a quick sneak peek and all that. And I remember one time we got a meter, and then after that, we got chased by the security. But yeah, it was fun. Well, if if our filming location is ever undisclosed, I maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll have people. Uh, uh, hanging out outside my garage, you know, after our, <laughs> after our inevitable success. But I will say this, though, um, and the reason I'm, I'm happy that you had us on the show tonight and is really, you know, we want to get the word out about it. We want to get the word out through the right channels because, you know, this is our this is our trial run. This is our big Halloween special. It's going to air on Halloween night on Night Flight, uh, Night Flight Plus, which is a streaming service. So it's just like your Netflix, Hulu. WB Network, it's Night Flight Plus. You can get it on Roku, Amazon, whichever. It's very cheap. It's like five bucks a month, or you can buy it for a year for like 30, 39, 35 okay. bucks a month. And um, it's it's full of great stuff. I mean, not just to watch what, what the content that we produced on there, 
but to watch them. I mean, they have so many music documentaries, classic episodes of Night Flight, classic um, uh, horror films from, from Arrow films. Look, the Double Dragon animated series is on the Night Flight Plus. Where else can you watch that? So it's, yeah, you know, it's a great service. You get your bang for your buck, but you know, this is our trial run. So if this Halloween special that we do does well, you know, that really depends on whether or not there'll be future episodes. So we really are, are, are going to go uh, all in on promoting this and getting the word out. And uh, we really appreciate you, uh, you know, obviously opening this forum for us and your fans who are horror fans to, uh, to, to connect and, and to hopefully see it and sign up for it because, um, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on and, you know, with, with everybody and everything that's going on in the world, if, there are a lot of people that are staying in on Halloween, uh, you know, or, or, or doing Halloween, uh, you know, parties. It's just a great thing to have on in the background at your party, um, you know, uh, on Nightlight. So we, we, we hope everybody enjoys it, and we hope that, uh, you know, we, we, we get some new fans from this. But, um, yeah, I, I, I hope we do more. I mean, we, we, we joke on the on the episode. I wrote some, some dialogue in there that basically says, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a Christmas special or a New Year's special or something. So... I hope it becomes a regular thing. Who knows? Maybe I'll pop on the set. <laughs> I'll come up and be like, hey, and they'll be like, oh, crap, it's Rob. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No one is safe because, you know, foxes rolled around. It was just like, you know, oh, you're the camera guy. Well, cool. You're also going to play a thug. Okay. You're, uh, you're, you're going to be a, a park ranger. You know, nobody is safe from these productions. So, you know, be careful what you, what you ask for, because if you show up on set, you're probably going to put on a goofy costume. Hey, I'll do it. You just let me know. I'll be goofy in front of Shelby and you. I don't care. I'm just, a, I'm just a fun guy anyway. <laughs> I, now, another question for you, Shelby. Um, you're a TV personality, so um, have you done any like uh, acting in any like type of independent films? Um, it's the first time I've ever been referred to as a TV personality, and I do like the way it sounds. <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the stuff I've done so far is just like some featured extra work on the films that come into Cincinnati, uh-huh. like for the the Ted Bundy Zac Efron film okay. and Haunt. That was a fun horror film. Um. And then I do uh, commercials for the station I work at and stuff. And then sometimes I am, uh, they give me shout outs on air. I call myself the off air personality because <laughs> they won't, I'm not on air, but you definitely know I'm there. <laughs> so, um, what got you into cosplaying? I just like dressing up and being extremely, extremely extra. If there was ever a party with a theme, I took that theme and went way beyond because I just, I like dressing up. I like playing different characters. I think kind of naturally loving acting definitely helped and stuff. And you just get to be a different person at cons and whatnot. And it's really cool to see grown-ups and tiny kids run up to you because they want to take pictures with you and stuff and vice versa. Oh, that's fun. Um, I've, I've cosplayed a couple times. I do see 2E2 up in Chicago every year. So uh, last year, I'll have to send you guys some pictures. Last year, um, I cosplayed as uh, Booster Gold from Smallville. Had the brown leather jacket with the different sponsors and everything. Had the yellow goggles and everything. I was looking smooth. But it feels good, right? You're a different person, and it kind of brings out a different aspect of your personality and stuff. Like when I cosplay Black Widow, I'm walking around like no one messes with me. It's fun. (laughs) Hey, 
Hey, I, I like to see maybe you'll be like Laura Croft next time. I, I could picture you being a kick-ass Laura Croft. Maybe, maybe I'll put Tomb Raider on the list. <laughs> yeah. Everybody on uh, I, we have a camera guy and sound guy named Patrick who's awesome, and he okay. does. He does the Spider-Man cosplay, and he does the, and it's so amazing because he does it for the children's hospitals and everything. Nice. And yeah, he's he's terrific, dude. And uh, he also uh, just finished a Green Lantern, uh, Kyle Rayner costume. But anyway, he was he was getting on Shelby uh, at the shoot a couple of weeks ago, telling her she needs to do um, what's her name from Thundercats, Chitara. Oh, you would be a perfect Chitara. I could see that. That would be awesome, and if you guys do it, I'll join. You guys can help me make a Jaga costume. I'll be Jaga. Do it. Snarf? Yeah, I could pull off a great smart Snarf. I could be adorable Snarf, and you know they'll be like, "Oh, he's so cute." <laughs> so, um, if this goes for you guys, if this goes for you guys and gets like really popular after your Halloween special. Um, do you see yourself uh, promoting it like at um, horror conventions or comic conventions like Whorehound or C2E2, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Comic Expo, Lexington? Yeah, 100%. When we when we were finished doing Space Foxes, when that was all said and done, um, which, you know, shout out to – because Robin – I know Robin through wrestling, so obviously we got to give a shout out to Leva Bates who was in that. She's a great friend of mine, and congratulations on her success in AEW. She's on TV every week, and uh, – just excited to see her, what she's done. But yeah, when, when Space Foxes was all said and done, that was what we did. That was our that was our, our promotional tactic was to get out to the conventions. And, and, and uh, we used to love doing the Arcade Expo in Louisville where we did a Space Foxes video game to kind of help promote the show. And that was, a, that was a ton of fun. And so, yeah, it'll be the same deal. You know, once this kind of catches on, hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, the horror conventions would be so ideal from Horror Hound, uh, you know, the, both the Indianapolis and Cincy version, but also just the Comic Expo in Cincinnati for sure. Another one, if you're going to do horror, if you want to do it real big and get into it, um, there's a great convention I go to every year. It's a horror convention. It's called Texas Frightmare in Dallas. That's where it's at. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I just hope we can go back to conventions soon. I mean, that's the thing. I'm so missing that. Canceled this year. It, it totally blows. So I'm. I'm hoping that all, all of that comes back real soon and, and, and we can all kind of get back to that normalcy of, I don't know, being around each other and all that stuff. But I don't want to bring the podcast down that alley, but, but you know, that's step one. But right now, you know, it's all about connecting um, in this very sort of limited way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, hopefully once this uh, airs and once, once people start to kind of catch wind of it, you know, I wouldn't mind doing like live streams and, and Q&As and that sort of thing in the interim, uh, and contests and giveaways, things like that, uh, you know, just to, just to stay connected to fans. But, yeah, there's nothing like the in-person experience for sure. And, um, you know, uh, I, look, I, I'm all about it. But, see, I, you know, there's there's one, there's one two sides to this, right? There's, there's, there's Shelby appearing at the convention and there's Veda Max appearing at the convention. So, you know, I, she would have to, you know, agree to put the wig on and the makeup and everything back on again. So... You know, it's I, I, fine. I'll do it. 
Hey, she'll do it for the team. She's not complaining at all. She's like, hint, hint. <laughs> She's like, I got this. I can take this challenge. I got it. It's all good. It's all good, Ricky. I think so, man. So, you know, last but not least, as we as we kind of button things up, um, you know, for people to stay connected between now and, and Halloween and everything we do past Halloween, um, if you go to electrictapes.com, it'll forward you right to uh, all the places that you need to go to stay connected. And, uh, you know, uh, go through the typical, you know, uh, routine things of liking us on Facebook and all of that stuff, because that's where you're going to see uh, most of that stuff. But, um, yeah, just, just you know, stay connected and, 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 you know, feedback is obviously good. That was the one thing, Robin, that really used to kill me on Amazon Prime is I know it's an acquired taste. Horror hosting and the kind of content that we produce is very strange and bizarre type of humor. Um, and you know, Amazon is very vanilla. What do you say? Extra versus basic kind of thing. Like Shelby said, she was extra. Um, you know, Amazon, you know, it's pretty safe. It's pretty basic. And, and man, those comment sections used to kill me because it was like, you know, people who just didn't get it. And so to be on a platform like night flight, where we are kind of like surrounded by an audience of like-minded people is such a great thing. Um, I know it's usually not very healthy to be in an echo chamber, <laughs> Yeah, but but in this case, it, it suits us just well. Um, but we do like to hear from people, and we do like to take suggestions. Um, but I, I, I definitely encourage people to send us feedback. What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What can we do in the future? Um, you know, and, and all of that. So we're, we're open to that sort of constructive criticism. But everybody at Night Flight has been great. They've been great. They've, been, they've really let us kind of do what we want to do and, and have that artistic and creative freedom. And the executive producer of the show... His name's Stuart, and uh, Mr. Shapiro, he started Night Flight uh, in the 80s. Um, he's just all about counterculture. He's all about creative freedom, and so to have that and to be able to kind of do that without too many restrictions and handcuffs is, is really quite cool, and there, there aren't too many places that are like that. You know, TV in general has become so sterile, so it, it's weird. Like, if you ever go on YouTube and just watch old commercials, like from the 80s, like, if you look at the type of people that used to be in commercials, like, they weren't perfect. They were imperfect. Like, like how many bald guys who are losing their hair do you see on commercials today? You don't. Like, that was just, it's like, TV is so sterile and so clean and so manufactured and so, um, uh, just a robotic feeling. And it's just all, all the life and energy and realness has, has been taken out of it. So, uh, to find, find that spot that sweet spot where we're at, I think we're in a good place. Yeah, I totally feel you. Um, you know, I grew up in the 80s and I miss that stuff. The thing I miss most of all was uh, USA's Up All Night with Rhonda Shear. See, you, you can't get away with stuff like that today, man. Uh, that was a fun show. Well, Up All Night with Rhonda Shear is what replaced Night Flight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember that, too. I do remember Night Flight when it was on the USA Network. I watched a little bit of that. It's cutting edge, you know, TV, pre-MTV-ish, but yeah. But you got to love Ronda Shear, though, man. <laughs> He's amazing. If, if you don't know that who that is, Shelby, she was kind of a horror host that was, um, she played the, like, uh, the ditzy blonde horror host, uh, but she was great, and, and she used to do fan mail and love letters, and it was, it was always a hoot with Ronda. Another one that was a hoot, too, I grew up was watching Joe Bob Briggs on the movie channel drive-in theater before it was Monster Vision, The Last Drive-In. Um, so, Shelby, do you know who Joe Bob Briggs is? No. <laughs> it must have been Joe 
<laughs> when you get a chance, Shelby, look up Ron DeShear and Joe Bob Briggs. Will do. Yeah. And then you'll be back to me. It's like, oh, I like these guys. <laughs> well, when I was telling some friends about the show and I started uh-huh. doing a, whole, a horror marathon on Halloween, he yeah. said, well, you guys have because Joe Bob Briggs is doing one on Shudder. Yep. Uh, at the same time, so we've got some competition, but that's okay. That's what streaming is all about. If you don't catch it live, you can catch it later. So it's all good. But the fun of it is watching it live. Another uh, good horror host, you, if you get a chance to check out, he's from Chicago. He's a good friend of mine. He made his whole basement into a studio. It's like a graveyard. It's called Slash's Graveyard Tales. And he's like on the Monster Channel and the Roku Channel. Um, his name is Toby Long, but yeah, he he's entertaining too. <laughs> he does this little wolf house, which is funny. That's, I mean, I'm always open to it. I, I love it. I love that it's still a thing. I love that it's still a thing that connects with people and that people still want to do this. Like you said, he built a he built a graveyard in his basement. I built a whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know something? I'm looking forward to seeing uh, electric tapes with uh, Shelby in it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. Um, I, I hope. So, Shelby, you're um, since you're hosting it, are you more like a like a comical campy type of host or are you more like the serious or, or both campy and serious at the same time with a little, you know, corny jokes. It's campy, vampy, serious, a little diva ish and stuff. She's the host and she has to make sure everything's just right. And she's doing just okay. But definitely I call it campy and vampy when I try to describe it to like friends and family that want to download the app and watch it and stuff. Like my, everyone's my mom's work wants to watch it when it comes on. So how'd you come up with her? Uh, did you come up with the idea yourself or did you like brainstorm or how did you transform into her? That's a bit of a me and Ricky question. <laughs> Don't be honest with you. Well, I, I just read the script and I got, I got a feel for it. And then I kind of practiced a little bit with Ricky and we just kind of, you know, give and take to kind of flesh her out and stuff. Well, listen, I'll be concerned when I say this and Shelby, I haven't told you this because when we do these things where it's so exhausting because you're shooting all day and you got makeup on all day but I write it because I think it's funny but I don't hear it Okay. so it's, all, it's always rolling the dice but like I'll be honest having done Space Foxes and all these things this is the best thing Shelby's ever done like she nailed it she completely nailed it and, and you know when I was playing it back for my wife and I was editing it we were blown away because her inflection, her voice, she gave it so much life and so much character that, you know, I wrote the words, but she really brought it to life. And so, you know, uh, I, I can take only so much credit because, you know, I am writing the gags and the jokes, but uh, but she crushed it. She completely nailed it. And we, we watched that footage back and we're just blown away. So as near and dear as Space Foxes is and some of the other stuff we've done in the past is, this is my favorite thing we've ever done. And it partially due to how she knocked it out of the park. She did. When you got to show me the video of her doing that, I was sold. Um, it was just like, th- this is great. I was sold on it. I was like, I was really getting into her character. You know, how wrestling is where you do your job where you get the, you know, like fans that really get into it. I got into her character, you know, thinking she was like the legit real deal, you know, um, like a you know coming from the grave hosting you know like horror films it's like yeah she had me she had me sold that's all i have to say y'all are gonna make me blush (laughs) 
and I, I, I'm saying that you did. It was like, wow, I I have a feeling it's going to be a hit because when uh, Ricky showed me, you know, some of the video and all that, I was just blown away. I was just like, wow, I could I could see this going off. I've enjoyed it a lot because I got to kind of just be a bit more relaxed. I didn't have to put on an accent or like a particular like tough girl attitude, which I usually do when I play characters. And this was just... I got to tap into the very small extroverted portion of my brain and uh, just kind of have fun and, and like like you said, all the vocal inflections and the gesticulation and all that campy stuff I got to do. That's good. I'm so happy for you guys. I hope it really works out for you. And like like what Ricky said, I met him from wrestling. You know, um, I'm like a backstage interviewer and all that, and I do promos, and that's how I met Ricky. You know, and we built this friendship, and then Ricky's like, hey, uh, you're doing a horror podcast as well. It's like, yeah. He's like, uh, would you mind if me and Shelby come on? It's like, sure. I'll help, I'll help spread the word. Why not, man? We should all, you know, take care of each other and just spread the word of everything, whatever you do. Well, we appreciate that, Robin. And, um, you know, as, as we wrap this up, I just want to thank everybody again for having us on. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, get out, go to nightflight.com, go to Um you know, I'm still kind of putting the final uh, cut and edit on on the show, so the runtime uh, is, is is looking. It's a marathon. It's a two movie marathon, so it's going to be a long, long, long stretch. Um, but you know, we're still kind of working out the time slot. Um, you know, of when it'll actually air, but it will air Halloween night for sure. That's a done deal. But again, just check the website for the actual start time. But um, yeah, we just want to thank you guys for having us on and, and doing it and. Um, We'll do it again sometime for sure. We'll love to have you down on the set, maybe do some in-person interviews as well in the future. But uh, in the interim, you know, I, I just hope everybody enjoys it, has a good time. Shelby, if all your mom's friends are asking where to watch it, they've got to watch Prom Night 1 and 2. Those are very scary movies. I hope they can get through them uh, or, or or withstand the gore and the violence or whatever, which is <laughs> – I'm really good. <laughs> hey, the prom nights are, are are fun films, man. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, the Scream Queen back in the day, man. That's what made prom night was Jamie Lee Curtis, in my opinion. I mean, she's done so many from Halloween to The Fog, all that, you know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the prom nights. Who knows? Maybe you guys can do one on the Toxic Avenger too. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. But what I was going to say was. I'm so used to like uh, showing my two young kids who are both under 10 years old, like, hey, look at this thing I'm making because it's always pretty. (laughs) This one, I I don't think I can yet. Yeah, once everything, this craziness gets uh, over with, I'm looking forward to come down to set. Um, You know, it's always a pleasure seeing you, Ricky, and looking forward in the near future to meet uh, Shelby. Yeah, we'll we'll love to have you come. And, and, And regardless, I think all the wrestling training I've been doing rolling around on the FGW mat, I'm I'm absolutely con, uh, convinced that I'm immortal and immune to every disease that's imaginable to man, having been on the wrestling mat at the FGW arena. So um, you can come on down. I'm, I'm pretty much not going to spread any kind of disease. I'm sure of it. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I, I live on a farm, so I mean, I've touched just about everything out there, so I'm good. Come on down. If you want to come down and join I'll definitely have to. Uh, hey, I'll definitely. I'll take your offer. I'll come down to that farm and have some good home cooked meal. Who knows? Maybe we'll see like a UFO fly by your farmland. <laughs> or, 
Or maybe, or maybe we'll see a dog man. Fingers crossed for that one. No, please no. I do not want to walk outside and see that. What the dog man? No, I don't want to walk outside and see a dog man. How about UFO? I'd rather deal with an alien than a dog man anytime. Yeah, I'd rather. I'll stick with the alien because they can stay far away and just kind of watch us. They probably just drive by and like, oh no. Um, since you're interested in cryptology. I'll tell you something. Um, you can look this up. For some reason, if you look it up, Bigfoot has some kind of a connection with UFOs. There's been uh, sightings uh, where like Bigfoot was around right after a UFO sighting. Look that up. I've heard that, and there's also the, the theory that they travel through like cave systems, but also the theory that they travel through almost not not alternate like portals type stuff. Uh-huh. But there's a reason why we have not been able to fully get a good clear picture of them. And another thing too, um, when the Air Force go through training, they get this training book, and I don't know if this is true, but it's in there. Uh, they talk about what, what would happen if they had a, uh, a a Sasquatch encounter, something like that. Supposedly it's supposed to be in the uh, their training, the soldier training manuals. Supposedly. I don't know if it's true or not, but people are saying uh, there's like a chapter in that. But it's worth a Google. <laughs> right? You got to research everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that, Ricky? I love it, man. I love it. I think it's good. I think I think we could do a whole second podcast just on cryptids. I, I mean, I know a lot about the Loveland Frogman. You guys obviously are the dog man, and then in Kind of where I grew up in Wilder, Kentucky, Campbell County, there's also the, the pig woman, the hog woman. Have you heard of the hog woman? No, I have to definitely check I that. Heard that one. Totally not stuff. We could do a whole other one, but yeah, unfortunately we're out of time. Guys. Yeah, I know we're. I don't want to get us cut off, but I think yeah. it's there. Good. And my thank yous again, guys. We'll see you soon. Watch the show. Happy Halloween. We love you. I didn't even get a chance to talk about Count Popula. We'll save that as a. Special, special, special surprise on the show. So, guys, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Robin. You Thank guys you are- guys for having me on. It was enjoyable. It yep. was, and I'm looking forward to meeting you. Who knows? Maybe we'll come by your farmland. <laughs> go right ahead. I'll fix supper. We'll just go hang out with the cows, and we'll tr- run to the woods and try and find Bigfoot. Whatever. Hey, I'm game with that. We can do that. Who knows? Maybe we can hear those noises from Bigfoot. You know, who knows? All right. Hey, uh, Shelby, Ricky, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Shelby, where can everybody find you on social media as well besides electric tapes? I was so close to hanging up something behind me with like my Twitter handles and stuff. I thought that might have been too much. But I'm on Twitter and Instagram at ms.shinkle. So at Ms. Shinkle. That's pretty easy. So is that like on your Twitter and Instagram, etc. like that? All right. Thank you so much, Shelby. Looking forward to meeting you. And Ricky, it's always a pleasure seeing you and looking forward to doing more stuff with you. I love you, brother. Yep. Likewise, man. We'll see you uh, probably sometime soon at the FGW Arena. Shoot, you'll see me sooner than I may come by for a visit, so who knows? (laughs) My my good, dear, close friend, uh, Elliot Warshaw, hangs out there, too. And um, I keep missing him every time I go there. So hopefully, if you need him, tell him I said I'll definitely will. I see him all the time, and and who knows? Maybe you'll show up to a, a, a Friday Night Fury show because they're going back on again. Hey, you never know. I love.
love that guy. He's great. He's the future of that company. So did you hear about Shauna Reed uh, being put in the casket? She's missing. Yeah, I gotta say, Jax, that mother, he's, he got, he ribbed me hard on Facebook because he put like a serious obituary up and I was like, my heart stopped. I thought Sean had really died. And I was like, well, what are you doing? And, and I did, people said, oh, great heel work, you know, but I'm like, ooh, man, like you really, you really got me there. Yeah, Jax posted another one that shows a picture of Shauna holding her uh, puppy. Same thing going, you know, rest in peace. Where is she at? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really scary. So uh, I'm, I'm, I heard that was pretty cool, but man, he really got me. I gotta. I guess I didn't get a chance to go Friday because I, I went indoor skydiving. Hey, I did that. That's down the street from my house. I only live like 12 minutes away from there. I've done that over at, uh, yeah, right there off of Liberty. It yep. was awesome. I got this commemorative hat. I fly, nice. I got one of those too. It was fun. When I saw you, when I saw you doing pictures of that, I was like, dude, I did that. I live like twelve minutes down the street from there. <laughs> it, was a, it was a belated birthday present, but yeah, I got the Joe in the. Have you know what I'm talking about, Shelby? Where you jump in the tube and you're just like, oh yeah, it's I so. Cool. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's amazing. If you I after you do that. It is. I, I can see Shelby bungee jumping too, you know, off a bridge, you know, touching the river and bouncing back up. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. Exactly. I'm, with my luck, that would be the one cord that would snap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, this was fun. Like I said, thank you so much for uh, coming on. And then we'll have you on. And it's a pleasure meeting Shelby as well. Yeah, yeah. You'll see some of my interesting posts. You'll be like, "Oh no, what's he gonna post next?" <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, anyways, everybody, uh, thank you for listening to Horror Pop After Midnight. You can follow Horror Pop After Midnight on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podcast City Network at podcastcity.net, and you can follow Horror Pop After Midnight on Facebook and Pop After on Twitter. Everybody, have a great night.